grab your water or some coffee, maybe a napkin or two, because we're going to spill the tea on my six-figure launch. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perv. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And I am super excited to be diving in to the launch of Love Your List that we just wrapped up in October from October. And you're going to hear a lot of clicking in this episode because I got a lot of stats to share with you that we did from October 19th through October 24, which means we opened a car on a Monday and we shut it on a Saturday, thus proving you can still have a successful launch, even if you do not close on a Friday. I think most people are like, oh, I can't do it on a Saturday. You can do whatever day you want, whatever day you want. So this isn't really a traditional style episode. So if you're brand new, this was us just sort of sitting down. I do have some notes. The first time I recorded this, it was like an hour and I'm like, Lord, I think I can cut this down. (laughs) But if you're looking for more like a step-by-step, like what should you do in your own launches, definitely listen to last week's episode, the seven essential elements to having a successful launch episode 159 that's going to get you where you need to go. This is just all about my personal experience. So for this episode, we did actually get some questions over on Instagram. So make sure you're following me and looking at my Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, because I want to do a lot more like, hey, I'm recording about this. What are your questions? So that way we can answer them. So some of the questions that we're going to hear about today, like I said, you're going to hear a lot of clicking, which you don't normally hear in these episodes, but I want to make sure that we can get everything in and have the episode not be an hour. So somebody asked how many unsubscribes that we got from people who are interested in this launch. How many emails did I send? How long were subscribers on my list um, before they bought? What data did I look at to see if I was on track? What targets did you set and how did you set them? And also your mindset and your energetics. Basically, how have you gotten such exponential growth over last year's and in previous launches? So all really, really great questions. And of course, I am going to be breaking down the numbers. So like I said, this launch went from October 20, October 19th, 2020 till October 24th. Normally for Love Your List, it tends to be closer to November 4th, which is my birthday, but it was the election season and we were not dealing with that hot mess express. So we actually bumped up the launch by about two weeks than normal. Okay. Sometimes we have a summer launch. We did not have a summer launch this time at all. The investment for the course when you paid in full was $777. We did have a two-part payment plan in a six-month. And then last minute, I added a nine-month, which would bring someone's investment to a little less than 100 bucks a month. So that's just the numbers because I think that's really important when people are telling you, oh, I had a $105,000 launch. And they don't tell you how much the course cost. It's like, okay, but if it was 2000 and you only sold like 20 people, like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So we're talking about less than a thousand dollar course here, hundred thousand dollar launch. Super awesome. The other thing that I did want you to know about, because again, try to keep everything above board. We did have affiliates. So the only way that you can be an affiliate is if you take the course, (gasps) go figure, right? So (laughs) I have a very stringent policy about all of my stuff like that, which a lot of people hate. And I'm like, too bad. You can't actually talk about stuff. So not going to happen. The other thing with this one, and we're going to go over cost at the end when we talk about all the numbers, I did spend a little money on Facebook ads. It was $232, 
we had some issues with Facebook ads, but we will cover that. All I wanted to do in the first place was just do retargeting ads. So essentially, if you went to like the webinar page, basically if you had been what I would consider active or been to active pages for this launch, I wanted to let you know that it was open and like remind you, hey, like the card's closing. So we had four different ads technically in one whole ad set. Um, it was, we had a long form copy and a short form. And then one was a picture of me with my ukulele and the other one was what's considered a carousel ad. So it was pictures of a whole bunch of testimonials that you could just swipe through. We did it on Facebook, on Instagram main feed, and on the little right-hand column is where those showed up. So no Instagram story ads. I could not get them approved. They were never denied. They just literally took over 48 hours. And it wasn't until I went in and changed it from a conversion campaign because I wanted it to optimize for buyers. We're not going to get into the semantics about this. I had to change it to a traffic ad and then it it finally got approved. So as it turns out, I've always had my Facebook pixel on everything because I knew always give Facebook the most data you can because you're going to need it when you want to really run ads. It turns out that I thought my shopping cart was feeding information to Facebook about buyers because I had the Facebook pixel on all of my buyer like pages. Nope. So then we tried to set up like custom conversions and standard events. Again, it's all jargon. I don't want you to know about like it's off the scope of this one. And I, long story short, I couldn't get Facebook to register a sale unless I was on going to the success page. Because like I had people buy it as I was setting it up and I could not get this thing to fire. So it's a hot mess. Again, we were not planning on spending a lot of money on ads anyway, so I'm not sad in the least, but just so you know, I cannot confirm any money came from those ads. There was something else that I spent like literally 20 bucks more on that I think did have a big impact, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. So I just want to go over all the particulars. Again, we had affiliates for this. We went over the time frame and the investment. So I would really consider this launch had started at the big three summit because that was our audience booster. Again, like we talked about last week, should definitely have one of those. And I think that if I had just done, I don't want to say my old webinar, but the old webinar, Littlest Big Profit, if I had done it casually in the Facebook group on Friday, 100%, I would have made some sales. But I wanted to wait a month to be able to nurture people. I was also in the Genius Bloggers Toolkit last minute. So, you know, we had some audience growth list builders in there. The biggest thing with the summit that really dragged down this launch, and it didn't, we did have people who just met me from the summit. And we're going to talk about that when we get to the numbers section that ended up buying Love Your List. It was, I wanted to be able to update the course before this launch. And I love this course. And we have people that had amazing results with it. But again, you always want to operate, iterate, make things easier. This course, it seems like it's never ending because there's always going to be a part of your online business that's going to break. And there's always a lesson that's going to fix it and love your list. So and again, we're meeting with an educational expert to be able to not pare things down to like chins people out, but to make it less overwhelming because you can come at love your list from so many different scenarios. Even say you have 5,000 subscribers, which I know for some of you, you're like, that's it. And others of you are like, oh my goodness, I'm going to die before that happens. But you can come at love your list with 500 subscribers you haven't talked to in months with 500 subscribers that you send emails to every week, but they never open or click with 5,000 subscribers who you launched before, but didn't work 5,000 subscribers that launched it did kind of work, but you want to scale those results. And all of those people and all of those different levels, all of them get roped in to love your list. So 
really start meeting people where they are. And I think that's why module one, it tries to do a lot of heavy lifting uh, around mindset and around sort of setting people straight. But it's been something that we've been actively working on. The other thing that I wanted to do was to update the thank you page module, which we definitely got done in time, which was just imperative because a lot of people got stuck there where if they hadn't created an EZS offer yet, they would stop. So a small digital product and then like people just wouldn't get going. And I'm like, I just need you to get going. So we pulled that out. We made it a bonus. I added some new lessons to that one as well. There's a couple more that I'm going to be adding over the course of this year as well. The only major update that we couldn't do, but I made sure everyone knew in the webinar and the current list days and it's all over the roadmap was our list building portion. As of the time of this recording and when it launched, it's more of like just a library of different tactics. And I wanted something a bit more streamlined. I have a list building paid by numbers that I'm really excited to be introducing to the listies. So that was really it. That was the, the biggest thing. Um, we had given ourselves a month in between. So we were able to do things, but you know, it was, it was a little bit rushed. So for this launch, the different parts just to go over it were the summit. I really, truly consider it that as an audience builder. Then I did a free video, what to send your list in October. So kind of a parody off of this, which is a popular series. But I also showed people how they wouldn't have to rely on hearing from me every month. Like this is how you can map it out yourself. And that was completely free. You didn't have to opt into it. And I told them my affiliates that they could promote that to their list, kind of get people warmed up to my style. They can see if they like me. At the end of that, we pitched the well, the wait list. And if you joined the wait list, which we call the VIP list for Love Your List, you get a couple of email templates as well. So again, I really do think whether you have affiliates or not, when you are starting to really have that bigger launch, put out some type of free video content if you can, because then people can hear you, especially if you're a course creator or even a coach. I think that it's really important for people to be able to hear you, see you, get your teaching style. I mean, you could definitely have done this as lives if you wanted to, but I didn't want to leave anything to chance when it came to tech. So we did that. I think that it worked like a gangbuster. So that was sort of phase two. And then phase three, like the actual launch, our launch trigger was a set of webinars, brand spanking new, called the cookie method. It went through a couple of iterations, a couple of different landing pages, because it was just like, oh, I want to teach that and this and this. And then I really just sat down and got with my gut. And I was just like, what do I want to help people do? What is my mission? And always it's to put money in the hands of good people so they can do good with it. But I'm like, I just need them to hit send. So really that's what the whole mission of that webinar was about is just get people to hit send. We did it Monday at 2 p.m. and then Tuesday at 9 p.m. And even though I had given myself literally from the summit to the launch to get it done, I did it like the last 48 hours because that's just the way that my brain is. <laughs> I get a lot of, I don't call them divine downloads to turn off people, but a lot of a lot of gut instincts usually come in towards deadlines. So we did that. And anyone who showed up and stayed till the end or just about the end, we dropped a super secret link to get a free Starbucks coffee. So I had actually heard of this tactic from Amy Porterfield. She had done it on our Instagram stories, like when Instagram stories first started. And so you share essentially an image of a Starbucks e-gift card and people can use it. So we did it where people had 24 hours to use it. After that, the special link that we dropped in there, I did not say it out loud. I did not repeat it. It was a pretty link that went to an image that we had uploaded. After 24 hours, I deleted the image and that pretty link went to a, you missed it, 
why don't you come to Tuesday's webinar? <laughs> so that worked out smashingly. I had called my credit card company ahead of time, Amex, to let them know what was happening because as Amy recommends, you don't put a whole heck of a lot of money on there and the threshold that you have for the reload as well, you have to be strategic with that. Not that I think any of my audience members would try to like buy themselves like a $500 gift card off of my gift card, but just in case. So we did have some issues with Monday morning because I had the thresholds set too low that too many people were trying to buy at once for their breakfast coffee. So there's some issues. Some people had emailed us. So, you know, we made sure to take care of them, obviously. But the people on the Tuesday webinar who would have bought, say, Wednesday morning, they had no issues because we had our act together. And again, it was a different link. It was a different image. 24 hours later, deleted the image. And then that link, along with the Monday's link, just went straight to the webinar replay page. So we didn't do a replay for Monday. You had to show up on Tuesday. And then if you did not show up on Tuesday, you got access to the one on Wednesday morning, which was just Tuesday's replay. So those were sort of the bare bones about the launch and how it sort of worked. So let's go ahead and talk about some numbers. Da, da, da. One thing I do wish that I had done was I wish that on this podcast, and this is something that we're going to be incorporating in 2021, I wish I'd interviewed more of my students I feel like I love hearing about those on other podcasts. And it's not just necessarily like, oh, why is my course so awesome? But I love hearing about other business owners. And so that's definitely something that we're going to be bringing more so into 2020 in, in Inbox Besties. We're going to bring back more interviews. I think the only one we had this year was like Krista about summits because she was my own teacher. And I'm like, hey, can you be on my show? And she said yes. So we're definitely going to bring other voices, highlight other voices, other perspectives in 2021. So I'm so, so excited for that. I already have some interviews on the books, you guys. They're good stuff. So that's really the only thing. That's really the only thing. I know that sounds so odd. And I mean, there's a million things I would have done differently for the summit and we're going to. But for this launch, that was just it. 100% that was just it. Um, well, we did decide to try out ClickUp instead of Trello. It was a learning curve. So probably would not have done that again. Probably should have waited until like November, December after everything was done because it was just, that was the hardest part. <laughs> this launch was changing project management system, the most first world problem ever. So um, in case if anyone was wondering the tech, I do want to go over that real quick. We use lead pages for webinar registration and for the replay pages. I used my own hosting and the Divi Builder for the sales page, which I had a brand new sales page. I hired it out to our designer. Fan-freaking-tastic. We'll talk about how much that costs and stuff later. And we used deadline funnels to take away like the shopping cart page and all of that sort of stuff. Though I ended up staying up late because I have Drift, which is a chat box. And so I wanted to be able to answer people's questions. So that was just the tech involved when it comes to that. The other thing about this launch that I had forgot to mention was we did have a fast action bonus. If you bought by Wednesday, you could get the Black Friday SOS kit for free. We did have a lot of people that actually still bought on Thursday. I sent an email, is this course still worth it? And basically I just showed how all these other listies before never had this bad boy and they were like rocking it. But then we got so many people on Thursday and Friday that were just... I don't know, they were just sad. They were more so just asking like, hey, so we're just wondering, you know, if you're going to sell it again because I want to set aside the money and all this sort of stuff. And Friday night, a lot of epiphanies had happened. And you're going to hear about this when we talk about energetics, actually in about two minutes. And it just, in my gut, I was just like, just give it to him. Like there's just something about it that just, it, it just made me feel bad. And I was like, oh, but Kate, like, isn't it out of integrity? You said by Wednesday. And what about those other people? Those other people have something fun. So they don't have to worry about that. But it was, I don't know, it just felt wrong. 
it just felt wrong. And I'm all about listening to your gut. So we did decide it was really late on Friday night. I'd sent an email first to the affiliates, then to the listies who had already purchased to let them know, like, everyone's going to get this. Give me like 24 hours to get the tech piece. Okay, like you'll get there. Um, So everyone got in. And then we because I had to manually add people. And then we emailed the launch list, which we're going to talk about the launch list in a second. And let them know. So we had we actually had quite a bit of sales on Thursday and on Friday. Again, the highest like sales days were definitely Saturday when cart closed and definitely Wednesday when the Black Friday SOS kit was going away. So when we do a fast action bonus again, um, because I do think that I want to reward action takers like that is the whole big thing. I don't want to say I'm not going to make it as juicy, but I don't think I'm necessarily going to make it enticing because I have so many people that are like, oh, I love your list because of that bonus. And I'm like, there's so much other stuff inside of Love Your List. I know that tipped the hat. So we're going to be working on some fast action bonuses that are alluring, but not so alluring <laughs> that it makes me feel bad when people don't get it. So that that's, again, you live and you learn and you work for it. So that's probably the other thing. So let's talk about listener questions and go over some numbers. So did anyone unsubscribe from your list because they weren't interested in the launch? I cannot tell you that. Okay, so here's what I can tell you. For my whole email list, I sent them two invites to the webinar, and one of them was a resend if you hadn't opened. And I'd sent them the thing about what to send your list in October, so they got that training. And then I do not send my launch emails to my whole list. If you have not proven to me that you are interested in this, why am I going to waste your time, right? So the launch list is people that signed up for the waitlist people who signed up for either of the webinars and anyone who's been in my auto webinar and didn't buy. That's the launch list. So that was a little less than 2000 people. I think it was like 1500 to be honest with you. So that's that. The whole rest of my list, there's a bunch more people. They only heard about love your list being open once and I sent it on Friday and I wish that I had sent it on Thursday. So I guess that's one more regret where I was like, look, and the subject line was what about face? which that got me my only piece of hater mail. I don't know if it was hater mail. I think she might have been trying to help, but she's like, this is very unprofessional. I'm like, my tagline and everything is don't be a money hungry butt face. I don't know how she got in. I decided to do a conscious uncoupling, aka I unsubscribed her from everything because I'm just not the person for her. So other than that, that was the only piece of, of hate mail that I got the entire launch. So basically I had just kind of, you know, I talked about sort of a little bit what was going on. And then I'm like, you know, which got me thinking about how, you know, I'm having this launch of Love Your List. But since you didn't sign up for the webinar, we just met like I didn't really tell you about it. But that's not fair because I was making a decision for you. And you might want to know about this program, which has helped people do this, this and this, which takes this approach to emailing. That's why you signed up for my list in the first place. Right. So I just left it. It was the only email that I had sent. And I stuck by my word from that. So that's just the ironic part. And that's why I want to answer this question. I had more people unsubscribe from what to send your list in October, which was just a free video, free video, like globs of free value versus the single sales email that I sent to my whole list about love your list. It like literally that was it. I mean, granted, both of them, one of them was like one point three percent and the other one was 1.02 so not even that 1.1 and industry standards for any type of email that you send is usually about one percent of your list that's mathematically what you can factor in so it was like 
bananas. So we did not lose too many people at all. We only had that one piece of hate mail about the word butt face. And that was it. From the actual launch list, a cool 82 people ended up unsubscribing. And we did make it where when somebody bought, they weren't on the launch list anymore. Because obviously, I want to try not to send them sales emails about things that they had gotten. That being said, there were some listees who had signed up that wanted to just see the webinar and wanted to be a part of it and wanted to support whether they were an affiliate or not. And so that was a little bit tricky. So some people might have gotten some, but with Active Campaign, you can do commission conditional messaging blocks. So I did have it where if they had a certain tag that they bought, love your list, I put like, hey, like this is the email that I sent people in case if you wanted to study it. Um, and I think that that helped alleviate people being like, but I bought this. Why are you still telling me about it? So those 82 people are just people who left my list entirely. Like they're no longer an active campaign. So all in all, not too shabby. Email marketing is tough. From figuring out what freebie to create to actually getting people there, signing it up, and never mind when it comes time to send that weekly newsletter, having the nerve to go ahead and hit send. You know what shouldn't be tough? figuring out how to do all of those stuff in your email service provider, which is why I want you to check out ConvertKit. ConvertKit is the only email marketing software that was created by a pro blogger for pro bloggers. And they make it ridiculously easy to find out what your open rates are, have multiple freebies, but only send your welcome series once so you don't seem like a weirdo. And of course, guys, they come with stunning free landing pages. And guess what? As a listener of Inbox Besties, you can actually get a free 30-day trial to take a look under the hood to see how much easier it is than your current email software is. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK to claim your free 30-day trial of ConvertKit. Once again, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK and claim your 30-day free trial now. So how do we set targets for this launch? What data do we look at to know we're on track? My energy levels for the data and sales. That was it. I know. I'm, I don't want to say that I'm the worst. And I feel like this is going to sound awful. I feel like you can only really focus. You can only really put so much weight on your energy level and not have to worry about math if you are like locked in as a manifester, like locked in. So when we were setting the target for this launch, I'm like, oh, well, it's a $100,000 launch. That was just it. I'm like, this is what's happening. Um, which leads me to believe next time, just be like, I want it to be a higher launch. Because if I can get, literally, I wanted 129 people because that would mean out of a $777 sale, it would equal a little bit more than $100,000, right? So that, that was my math. That's why I set my target. We got 130 because one person slid in. But when I closed the cart, we had 129. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, I probably could have been like, we wanted 250 students and locked that in. But it was a number that I could energetically get behind. Now, on Saturday, I think we needed like 30-ish sales. And I don't want to say like my attention was wavering. Again, I do everything I know in the physical. Like we brought back the bonus because that was just kind of what came to my gut. We gave away a free lesson of Love Your List. Again, we didn't even make people opt in for it. So some people sent their affiliate stuff there. But like I sent it, um, that email that I sent to my whole list, I had used a redirect link in it. Smart move, future Kate or past Kate. So that I could redirect them to the sales page that had the free actual lesson embedded in it. Like I just, I didn't just sit there like wishing and hoping that they would come. Like I did stuff. I did stuff that I was told like this is the right action. I did not do anything out of inspiration. It was all do that. I was like, 
yeah, I'm going to do that. And even on Saturday when we needed a little bit over 30 people, I wish I'd had the exact numbers right in front of me. I went and I took a nap. (laughs) I took a nap. So in Money Mentality Makeover by Amanda Francis, that is the course when you want to do about money, mindset, all that sort of stuff. It's fantastic. Uh, KateDoster.com forward slash MMM, three M's, to get on the wait list for that. She's got some sweet bonuses. Yes, it's my affiliate link. I say that proudly. She talks about in module six how she'll set like intentions in her sleep. And I was like, I'm going to take a nap on Saturday. (laughs) So I took a nap. And I was like, when I wake up, it is going to be locked in, like locked, locked in. So like I kind of sort of knew like this whole launch, but then I was like, I'm locking it in. I took a nap. I woke up. It was done. I... The only way I can explain this, and I hate this because I was always somebody who, again, is very practical. I still am. Again, this is why I teach logical and mindset stuff because I'm going to give you every tool in the toolbox. It just makes sense because I need you to hit send, right? Like I need you to do this. I I have faith that if I hit my mug off my desk, it's going to land on the floor. It may or may not break, but I know it's going down because gravity is going to have it. I have no attachment either way. There's no like surprise. It's this. The only way I can describe it is a soft knowing. Uh, Yeah, like. Of course, if I hit the mug off the desk, it's going to land on the floor. It's not going to float. It it just is. I have no attachment to it. It just is. And that's how I felt when I woke up. I was just like, yeah, the 20, 129 people, they're there. They're in. Like, there's no way they're not. They're just, they are. Um, some things in future, really past launches that I have done, really the mindset part, because somebody had asked about mindset and energetics. Sometimes I'll write out, like, what in me doesn't want this? Or where is there, like, duplicitous energy? Um, like, where am I afraid? What am I afraid of? Like, if I don't hit this number, like, what does this mean about me? And then, again, this is all straight from Money Mentality Makeover. Then you just, like, rewrite it. And sometimes when you just say it out loud, if you're more of a talker, or you write it down, it just sounds stupid afterwards. <laughs> like, you're like, God, that sounds like really, really dumb. And I didn't really have a lot of that energy around this launch. In previous launches, oh, I'd be unrelatable. People wouldn't like me. Um, They'd be like, oh, like you're a sellout. What if we can't support everything? What if our systems would break? I know our systems wouldn't break. I know I can handle these people. I know the course stuff itself can support their learning and them getting their values down. Like it was just sort of everything there. <laughs> Absolutely everything. So I was not counting on the affiliates. I was not counting on the Facebook ads. I just... I knew. I just knew. And so I really, really hate that because for most people, and again, I'm not saying that I'm better than anyone else or that the listies are because they do get a logical results like I do because we know our people and we start with the right people. I just knew. Like for most people, if you had come to me and you're like, oh, you want a $100,000 launch and your price of your course is less than $1,000 and you have less than 2,000 people on your list, like I don't know if that's going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. So we ended up with like a 9.8 conversion rate, which is unheard of. Unheard of. But I'm like, duh, that's because 129 people were coming. And then we got the 130 (laughs) person that came in. I also did some reels when I was welcoming people. I had it on Facebook. We shared some testimonials on IG stories. I don't have a big following on Instagram. Like y'all can check. It's not that big. But it was just, again, everything in the physical, everything in the, I don't call it a logical, but in like the manifesting sort of mindset space, all of it, absolutely all of it, like alignment, no duplicitous energy, this train is happening. And that's what happened. And that is why it's happened. Now, I will have said in other launches past, like, oh, like, I've definitely done that. You, you know the difference. That's the only thing I can explain to this. If you, if you play around 
and the manifesting woo-woo stuff, you can just tell the difference when you walk into things. Unless you're just like, well, of course, like, that's going to happen. That's the only phrase that I can think of. It's just like, well, of course, of course that's going to happen. So that was it when it comes to the mindset and the energies. But again, like I said, I sent the emails. This was another question. How many emails did we sent? About nine. If you were on one of the webinars, then you got a couple extras because there were some show ups. If you did not sign up for the webinars, but you were on the wait list, then you got a so you don't like webinars email. So that was like one extra. But I believe I counted that in the nine that we had. And again, I put in links like if you don't want to hear about this anymore, click here, all of that sort of stuff. So we did try to make it really user friendly on people's ends. But like I said, that webinar was locked in. <laughs> the emails are good. Um, the last minute email that I sent was a variation on what I call a Keith Richards. This one was about Prince. I'm not going to go into it here, but I love that email. Oh, I wrote that one last minute too. <laughs> I mean, I had emails that I've used in previous launches and like in auto webinars and stuff like that, but I just, I love going by the guts. So Let's go ahead and wrap this up because this is getting a little long. I'm looking at my timer here and talk about actual numbers, which is I know which came here for. So we ended up with 130 students. Like I said, it was 129 were coming. So one just snuck in. We had 56 pay in full. So again, that's 777. We had 27 that did the two-part payment plan. We had 38 that did the six-month payment plan and 97 that did the nine-month payment plan. So cash in hand, because again, I think that it's very, very important for you to understand the difference. Cash in hand that I walked away with from this launch, not including like people who went through this launch, but then just ended up buying the Black Friday SOS kit afterwards or buying other products, because that happens a lot when you're launching. A lot of your other product sales go up. But just, just, just for sales courses of Love Your List, uh, we walked away with $59,560 for cash and hand. So that means cash collected. That is not including PayPal processing fees, which that's the only number I don't have for you here, which technically should be considered an expense. So I do want to take ownership for that. The actual expenses that we had, again, not including PayPal fees, it was $1,000 for the sales page. I sold a quarter of a million dollars of this course before this, so I do not think that you need one. Sell it ugly first. If it works, then optimize. That was when you get your new sales page. But I do think that didn't hurt, it didn't hurt by any stretch. It was a gorgeous sales page. <laughs> then we had the Facebook ads, which were just about 230. And then we had 255. I don't know how this math showed up for the Starbucks gift cards, in case if you guys were wondering. So all in all, our launch, and I'm going to round up because technically the launch like sales was 104,952, but I'm going to call it 105K. 105K. After we pay out all of the affiliates, after we pay out, again, technically already paid for it, but for the Facebook ads, for the sales page, for the Starbucks, all of that, we are walking away with a grand total of $87,564.62 when all is said and done, which is bananas. Again, we have had one refund request ever of this course in this year, so I don't see that number being high at all. Um, we actually pretty have a low, pretty default rate. I mean, they happen every now and again, but usually it's for people like they lost their credit cards and so they got a new one. So usually after the first failed recharge, we can usually, it's called recover that. And we just have a system that I set up, like we don't go through an agency or anything like that. But 
Like that's just, oh, it's just so exciting. So, so exciting. So what isn't included in that 87, which again, it ends up being just about an 84% like net profit, which I think is really important because there are people that have $100,000 launches and they spend 20,000 on ads, which there's no problem. You can definitely do that. But realize that they pay for the ads, they're paying for their creative, they're paying for all this sort of stuff. So just because someone is having a six-figure launch does not mean that they're technically walking away with six figures. So my cost for my contractors did not go up at all for this, especially they actually went down considering they worked more on the Big Three Summit than they did for this launch. Um, like I said, we had only lost 82 people. And for that email that I sent from everybody, it was less than 1% of people, or no, it was just over 1% of people who got that one-off email about the open unsubscribed. And there was just that one person who was like, you're unprofessional for having the word butt face on your subject line. That's it. That was it. So I'm just going to double check. Oh, there's one more set of numbers. So this is going to be a little bit longer. Sorry, guys. I did want to go over because I know I would have been like, hey, when did this happen? So... So excuse me here while I'm just pulling it up. So you're going to hear some clicks, some interesting factoids to know about 12 people who had just met me through the big three summit, judging by the date that they have subscribed to my list, meaning an active campaign when they first got entered into active campaign, it was 12. So 12 people met me at the summit and then bought. So that equals assuming they all paid in full, which they didn't. But if they had all paid in full, that would equal an extra $9,324. Now, in that 12 people, all in all, there were 20, excuse me, there were 41 people who interacted with the Big Three Summit in some way. So when we go ahead and we do the math, that would be, let's see, 30, just about 30. So 29 people who were already on my list who went to the summit ended up buying. So all in all, people that had touched the summit in some way, it ended up being 41 sales. Again, they could be in these other buckets that we're going to talk about. But so it ended up being $31,857. The other big list builder that we have is the Back to Business Bundle, which we run in February. And yes, it's coming back. Spoiler alert. And out of people who had touched that, again, technically some of this 47 could have been in the summit because I did this again in February, as opposed to now, was 47 people that interacted with that event ended up buying. So that is about 36,500 that, again, people that had touched that ended up buying love your list. So I think that that's important to sort of know a little bit where people are coming from. So really our tracking, I don't want to say it was hindsight 2020, but really it was more investigating buyers cycles, which I thought was really interesting. So the other sort of interesting fact, and this should come as no surprise, is that we had 82 people who bought love your list after interacting with one of the webinars. So I thought that that was really interesting. So I'm just doing the math now. So that means that we had 48 people who did not sign up for the webinar that still bought Love Your List. So I don't want you to be thinking just because your webinar show up rate or sign up rate isn't necessarily there that it's not going to happen. These other people came in. They could have just been on the wait list. They could have done an auto webinar. They could have been the people that got that single email. Okay. They could have been cold people from my affiliates. But I just want you to know that don't necessarily let it weigh you down. I was still doing that webinar like 10,000 people were showing up. <laughs> like 100%. 
because they were a coming. We had more sales attributed to Tuesday's webinar, which I'm not surprised at all at because about 14 people had gone to both webinars. So we had that, but it was more dialed in. I knew the cadence. We had changed the slides. Um, we, we had a better a better pitch portion, I think, where I was really explaining the course on Tuesday. Tuesday's the webinar is just dialed in. So it was, I'd say like 10 more people bought on Tuesday than on Monday. And let's see, any other fun stats? Okay, so we have a we have a bunch of these stats. Um, 36 people who are listees had purchased the email marketing ferry. That's proving if you have a really great EZS offer that it's not going to cannibalize sales. 20 people bought Trello Magic, which I always thought was interesting. So again, not a huge portion, but that course is just so out there. It always it always tickles my fancy. Here's the biggest shocker that I took away from this. I always thought that the majority of people who bought Love Your List had usually signed up for the two years worth of email ideas, gone through that funnel that we have for the email marketing fairy. They got on the wait list or they got on the auto webinar because that's what we did for a while. Like I thought that, that was like the freebie and that's the one that I always talk about. Nope. Literally, there's only a 4% difference or four people difference between people who had signed up for my freebies and serve that sell mini course versus the two years worth of email ideas. So that leads me to believe I need to be promoting that freebies that serve and sell course more. I need to revamp it. I need to look at it. I need to see, obviously, whatever I'm doing and it's autoresponder is working. So that is really what, you know, December is for us. It is really looking at everything that we have. It is regrouping, it is making things better. So I thought that was really interesting. So this still went super, super long. It was definitely shorter than the last one that I had. So if you have any other questions about launching, you can feel free to let me know if there's anything that we didn't cover. You can slide onto my DMs, Kate underscore Doster. I heart you guys and I'll see you next week. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.